Yo, what's up? Episode 1 is now how? That's exciting, huh? The story's really going. Um, do want to apologize, though, uh, for how boring and dead I sound kind of early on in the podcast. It gets better, obviously. Um, I had just woken up from a nap, right? I, uh, I confused my schedule up and thought we were recording the day after. And uh, I kind of woke up to a text saying, hey, where you at? So, yeah, that <laughs> kind of sound dead. That's because of my poor planning. Um, I'll never claim to be the best DM, ever. Uh, I do hope you enjoyed, though. We, uh, I did my best. Um, they did their best, too. Uh, it's an okay episode. I think it'll be real nice. I'm excited to see uh, where it goes, though, and what choices they'll make. I'm trying to make this as open-ruled as possible for them. I'm going to just try and flesh out as much as I can so they can go and do whatever they want, and I'll be ready for it. Uh, the episode's not super exciting. It was mostly just a lot of groundwork. But, uh, yeah, just enjoy it, you know? Enjoy it. Um, tweet at us saying, hey, I like that. Or if, you know, you didn't like it, shut up. And then tweet about it. And then delete the tweet. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hope to hear from you. Yeah, so we left off with y'all taking a long rest because there was a pretty brutal fight and uh, you managed to overcome uh, the kobolds. So you're at the edge of the cave, sitting around the fire, the sparks are kind of flying up. Hal, stuck, Hal uh, has his like hand in it trying to just like feel kind of cool to impress Blue. Um, Blue's watching, not really understanding. And yeah. uh, what do you dream about? Y'all fall asleep right there. <laughs> I assume I'm just like kind of in standby mode. You just uh, you're just watching him sleep. Just go into sleep mode. Your your eyes like like phase blue and then dim like the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm aware of my surroundings though. I believe that's uh, one of my my traits there. I just I'm basically resting so. I guess I'm keeping the lookout. What do you dream? About? Um, I, you know, I kind of just fitful sleep. Uh, we're in the desert, so I don't get like into like a deep sleep, but just enough to kind of rest my bones All right. and uh, and get back get back to to normalcy. Right, so you dream of normalcy. You want to rest. Um, Blue just watches, and y'all wake up, and in front of you is this dark elf man his name is Ochner. y'all don't know that yet but just like to refer to it in your head or to me um what do you do and he's just like standing there when we wake up yeah he's just there you don't know he's there then? you know he's there you'll wake up he's standing right over you he's super confident and um oh. he's just kind of looking down on you he does not look like a friendly man though so what do you do how do you react? I'm gonna grab him to like keep him away from Hal. Keep him away from Hal. Yeah. Not even gonna ask yeah. him or anything. You're just gonna go full on fight mode. I mean, I'm not like I'm not pushing him or like trying right. to hurt him, but like I'm putting my my hands up against him. Okay. And hold him back. So you're gonna try and hold him back, and uh, he's gonna. Do... And I, I I say something like, "What are you doing here?" He kind of jumps back where you touch him. He's a real fast, nimble man. 
and um, looks down on you and goes, "Don't touch me." Um, as as uh, as Blue kind of like tries to get up to him, I scurry back. I'm like I like crab walk back and grab my grab my sword and uh, just pop up and be like, "Yo, who are you, man?" Ochner puts his hands on his daggers and it's kind of he looks from Blue to you, and uh, he says, "I'm here to take." belongings. I, uh, I followed you to the desert. I've been watching you for a while. I watched your fight. And I waited for you to take a sip. Um, sorry, it had to be you. And uh, he pulls his daggers out. And um, I'm going to roll for initiative. He's here to steal. He's a thief. He's a thief man. He's a, he's a thief man. Yeah, and, uh, he's Why ready. I don't have much to steal, though. Well, he doesn't know that. He just kind of saw you walking through the desert. You looked like you had a place to be, so he assumed you might have had some belongings. Um, he was okay. kind enough to wait for you to like rest though. He's an honorable thief perhaps. Who knows? Not me. So, oh man. He oh a, yeah. He rolled a 24. So like, I guess he's first. 24? On initiative. Oh wait, wait, wait. Initiative. So I got a 20. An unnatural. Unnatural. Feels bad man. Um, Hang on. Yeah, Ochner. Ochner got a 24. He's having a I, I see him tapping his foot, so I, I start tapping my foot, too. Um, I got 21 for my initiative, 16 plus 5. 16 plus 5, Ochner got 24, and Justin got, not Justin, Jordan got a uh, 20. So it'll be Ochner, um, Hal, and Blue. Alright, two against one. We can do this. Alright. No problem. So he's going to go first. Um... He is going to attack Hal. He is going to use Disappear. And that requires you to throw a DC 15 to uh, like get, see through it. Because it's more of like a cast on your eyes than it is him actually going invisible. Would it be like a perception check? No, no. Like It's actually just a dexterity saving throw. Oh, just a dexterity saving throw? Yeah, okay. he's like he's just throwing this magic dust on your eyes. He's not literally, but that's kind of how I'm... How it goes. Wait, save. Wait, dexterity? Dexterity? I got throw. 16 for my dexterity saving throw. Alright. And I guess for you, just uh, Blue, it's just gonna mess with your uh, your wiring a little bit. Because the magic can identify the difference. Oh, cool. Well, let me uh, roll that then. Oh, that's a wonderful 6 plus 2, 8. Okay, well, he was going to go for Hal, but he notices Hal is still looking him in the eyes, so he turns to a blue, and um, he oh, takes a lunge and jumps behind you, and he does a backstab, which, if the I pass the dexterity saving throw of this attack, and um, I can like maneuver behind you, so I have to um, do that real quick. I love this character. That's the damage, though, if I'm able to pull this off. Good luck. So, I'm dead. Yeah, I know. Um, it wasn't really, like, a good fight for y'all. Y'all really should have gone to the desert, perhaps. But at 22, I beat what I needed to beat. I get that stab off. I hit you for 22 damage. Um, does that kill you, or what? Um, yeah, that kills me. So, yeah, you're passed out on the dirt now. And um, he's just kind of standing over your body and looks to Hal, and he just smiles. Huh. This is too easy. And then uh, it's uh, Hal's turn. 
Okay. So, you know we're level one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, was really, I was hoping y'all were going to get a better turn off than this, but it's cool. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I'm, I'm just going to just run at him with my longsword all... I just saw him take out my, my robot boy, you know, and that that's not a cool thing. So I just kind of uh, Aragon run at him with my sword like he's a dang. Okay. All right. You're going to run at it. Okay. So yep. um, you do a strength versus my dexterity check real quick. Whoever is higher will win this fight. Oh, how we do that? Yeah, just... Doesn't it? Just, uh, Isn't it just like I just roll and then if it beats his DC, er, DC, then I attack attack him? He has like, a special that... trait that can like allow him to counter beforehand. So we're gonna see if he counters before I let you do like AC roll real quick. Then we'll figure oh. it out afterwards. Well, that's dumb. I don't like this guy. This guy doesn't like you. He's trying to rob you. Okay. Well, I got a three. So yeah, fifteen. So he's able to counter. Andy hits you for one uh, D four. It's two damage and your turn is now over so he he like your sword comes from the top and he just very easily takes a dagger and just throws it over his head and uh Hmm. throws your blade to the side and does a cool spin and just pokes you in the back not all the way though he's not trying to kill you just yet and you can tell that he did that purposely he wanted to play with you a little bit and it is now his turn and he is going to use um psychic blade I just run and jump at his blade and kamikaze myself and kill myself. Okay. Um, he dodges because he wants to kill play with you one more. <laughs> he, he moves out of the way. He sidesteps you and is actually more confused than anything about it. And then he does psychic blade because he really wanted to pull that off. God, this character's cool, huh? I love him. But yeah, psychic so blade. cool. Psychic blade. Clearly. Yeah, it's the, it's the coolest against level 1 people. It is a reach of like 60 feet, it's um, one target, and it's like 1d6 pierce damage uh, plus 3, because he throws two of them, so it's two 1d6s. So it's 12 and 13, both plus 3, I'm assuming that kills you though. So you're dead What do you? What are you rolling, are you rolling against my, how are you attacking me oh, right bad, now? My bad, I need to beat your AC I guess. I'm going to do, uh, I guess, the dexterity thing since it's ranged. Versus AC, mm-hmm. I got 25. Yeah, definitely beats me. That was a nat 20, actually. Yeah, so uh, I hit you for 15 and 16. I'm uh, In my head, it hits you at the same time, and you fly back into uh, a pillar that was in the cave. And you don't fall off the pillar. Like, your body is like kind of indented into it, you know, because it hits you with such force. And then uh, your eyes start blinking as he kind of walks up to you and bends over. And you get a good look at his face. You see his wrinkles. You see a scar from, like, across his nose. Um, you see his eyebrows are missing patches. He has some long hair that's also black. Um, his teeth are really well kept up. And uh, that's really all you're able to identify uh, before your eyes close. And um, that concludes the fight. How well, that was quick. How do you feel? Uh, nothing, because I'm blacked out. Yeah, that's the podcast. The podcast is over now. All right, thanks for listening. Um, it was a good <laughs> run. Yeah, y'all really kind of upset me there on that last part, but it's whatever. No, no, the podcast is not over. Oh, so thanks. That oh. is the conclusion of that fight, and now y'all uh, y'all wake up, right? 
but you're not waking up in a familiar surrounding. You are now in a whole new area. And you have trees all around you. You're in a wagon. You hear wheels that are probably a little too loose. Um, you hear horse, horses breathing a little too loudly. Um, you hear the driver kind of buttering a little bit. And uh, next to you is Blue, who is... He's been awake for a while now, but he, was, he was, didn't want to like, disturb you. He's a little too shy about it. So you were just you, uh, you woke up and you're on his shoulder sleeping actually because he pulled you over because he didn't want you to fall like on the other guys and um, wake up. Uh, what do you ask? What do you what do you do? Oh, I'm I I'm like pissed still. Like I'm wake up and I'm like let me at him, let me at him. And uh, all right, you wake up and you start just kind of throwing your fist. He's gone. How? Right. He's gone. Where are we? Uh, we appear to be in a wagon. Yes, you're on a wagon. You're unable to identify like where you're at. You don't have a map or like any knowledge of like the area. Um, there are three guys in front of you and one guy on your left. And uh, one of them actually turns to you and goes, uh, "Oh, good, you're finally awake now." And then um, kind of looks to you and waits a reply. Um, I want to roll a perception check. Okay, feel free. Feel free to perceive. Ooh, eighteen. All right, you're what able. Do I see. You're able to notice everything I've explained, and then you're able to identify that it's also not a dream. You're not dead. Everything is real. The wood is real wood, although you probably couldn't tell, I guess. Um, in the distance, you do see the tip of what looks like a tower, and it it also seems a bit white. And. Um, that's really it. The forest is kind of dense. You might see like a carcass or two on the side of the road, but uh, other than that, you just know you're in the woods and you're heading towards what seems to be uh, some sort of town. How close am I to the driver? Um, you're in the middle of the wagon, and the wagon's about five people wide, I guess. Is it a covered wagon? No. So you're like it's six just, feet away from the driver. Just like a turnip head. wagon? Yeah. So I like walk up to him and I like tap him on the shoulder with my little finger. And uh, like my pinky finger, because that's how I tap people with my littlest finger. And what do you want? Um, who are you, and what well, you did you save questions. us from? Something he picked you up in the desert, and you just tapped me on the shoulder. And you asked me already with so many questions. Wow. Go Sorry, sit down. Please be silent. I have a headache. That guy behind me just keeps singing. I think he's some bard or something. I, I can't, is the guy singing? Right is the guy singing the one that said, "Oh, oh, good, you're awake." He wasn't singing when y'all woke up. I think he was cooling. He was he was uh, taking a break real quick. But he did say that. Yeah, that was the guy that said that. And he was mostly like happy that he had more listeners. All right. I was so, like to talk to him. Uh, how do you start that combo? Am I still? Am I what? Just sitting across from? I, you were to the right of Hal, and he was kind of near the front. You're uh, like three feet. Four feet to the right of uh, to the left of him. I'm gonna ask him. Do you know where we're going? Well, uh, yeah, we're going to the Lunar Empire. Do you do you know what that is? I'm afraid I don't. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Um, I don't know what that is. Well, 
Guess you're from under a rock or something. That's one of the biggest trading empires in the realm. And as soon as we pass this bramble of trees, we will be in their territory. We're headed towards their capital, Lunala. Um, mega trade hub. Really, it's where you want to go if you want to make money. How do you how do you not know about that? Really? Do they hire swordsmen there? I'm looking to make some change. I'm sure they hire all sorts there. Shady, bright, young, old, good, bad. You can probably find anything you want there. It is a bustling city. That's why I'm going. Find work. Start my music career. By the way, my name's Jave. Jave? It's a cool name, Jave. I'm Hal. Nice to meet you, Jave. Nice I'm to blue. meet y'all. Um, Jave, like J-A-V? Jave? Yeah, uh, J-A-Y-V-E. Okay. Nice. Got that Y in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm real special, huh? Real, real special. Y'all be sure to check me out at the uh, local taverns. I'm sure I'll be there every night. And, uh, I don't know, send me your address, and I'll be sure to stop by there every night, too, after work. Uh, oh, like when we get there, when we get when we get an address. Because we don't currently have one. Who are you people? You a bunch of little peddlers or something? Like. Well, last thing I remember, I was in the Desert Man, and... I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I had been on the ride for about four hours now, and this guy saw, like, uh, something shiny sticking out of the sand. And, uh, we went over to investigate, and we thought we were going to get rich, but it turned out just to be you two. And he felt bad about leaving you, so we took you. But, um... Oh, that was nice of him. We did check your pockets for gold. You had none, so I guess you're in debt to, uh, that guy. You have to figure that out with him. Good and, thing uh, the driver to a... What? Trading hub. Yeah, very good. Very good. Y'all make a lot of money there. And uh, the driver turns around and goes, Yeah, y'all uh, y'all owe me a lot of money, actually. This is... I'm not your standard wagon driver. And the fare kind of builds up over time. Y'all been here for a while now. Like, we went from a desert to the woods. I don't know if you can understand how much time that takes to happen. But I own you. And he's Let me tell you this. Uh, no one owns me. Um, Did we consent to this ride? Yeah, I, it, I didn't consent to this. So, if you want to come at me, bro, come at me. But it was, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody's slave. It was ride or die, brother. And I decided to save you. I should have let me die. Should have let me die. I think you're going to die since we get to the city. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and kill this guy. I'm gonna kill him. Such a nice guy, though. He saved your life. I know he's not. Okay, you're gonna kill him. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna just chop his dang, chop his dang head off. You understand? You have to massacre the whole wagon, right? How many people are there? There's three Wait. in front of Blue. You're standing now, so there's three to your right, and then one guy to your left, and then the driver. I ask okay. everyone else, like, Riders. are y'all cool with this guy? Like, are y'all also his slaves? Well, he's not like, he's not saying you own him in a slave way. He's just like you're in debt to him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't, you're not chained up or anything, or you're wearing rags. Oh, yeah, he should you should use better wording, then. That, that I was like, I just kind of thought it came across that way when I said I own you from, like, the fair that y'all built up. But, no, you're just a Oh, gotcha. You're not, like, really a slave. No, no, because I'd murder him. All right, cool. I'm glad we got that cleared up. That would have been so weird. No, um, I would like to start my, um, my um, repayment by giving him a... Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich he grabs it and he takes half of it and he takes the bite and goes wow this is this is something special actually you want to work for me 
my right hand carriage man. You want to work for me? And he looks at you very eagerly. No, no, no. Both of us? Well, what can he do? Uh, I'm a guardsman, man. I, well, I found you I'm, half dead. I don't think you're that good. Not try to be well, rude. A guy ambushed me while I was uh, sleeping, and uh, you don't even have a weapon. And uh, he took you, it. You kind of look down and you noticed you have everything you have, like backpack wise, and like your uh, adventuring kits and whatnot. But he took both of your weapons. He did teach me how to make that sandwich. Yeah, he uh, he took your longsword, your main thing, and he took uh, Blue's uh, quarterstaff. Oh, that bastard. You still have whatever, like, I guess, other stuff you had stashed, but he took the two, what he thought was your main weapons. I still have my whip, then? Yeah, you have still all, have like, my mind. I think you got a boomerang, too, which is weird. Oh, man. My mind and a boomerang. And your fist. Your iron fist. The fist of iron. But yeah, yeah, he's not very impressed with you or like your uh, claim to being a guard. But he really is in the blue right now. And uh, Jay kind of looks over and goes, "Can I get one of those too, brother? Can I get can I get one of those peanut butter sandwiches, please?" By and, all uh, means. Cool, cool. And he like eagerly holds out like both hands. And uh, I give him two. You give him two. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, he he is just loving it. He's chewing and he's getting jelly all over his face. He's in heaven right now. And uh, the wagon goes so. So, so you want to work for me, or, or uh, what? Well, it's How a package deal. It's a package deal. You get one, get us both. Well, this package deal is actually making the deal worse. Can I just get the single product? Hmm. I don't want to do buy we need one, to make get money, one. or do we need to find work elsewhere? I think we'll probably find work elsewhere. I don't like this guy very much. Uh, you know, I'm a very VI. I'm like, uh, I'm like the wagon driver for a lot of VIPs actually in the Lunar Empire. Um, very exclusive, and I rarely do just the normal people of like your everyday common people. I rarely do that. This would be a one-of-a-time opportunity for you to make a lot of money. Well, and that bard right did there. I mention he... What? Did I mention he taught me how to make these sandwiches? You did. Uh, you have not mentioned that yet. Do you want to? I do. Um, my friend Hal here taught me how to make these sandwiches you are enjoying. Well, yeah. I'm glad he taught you, but you seem to have surpassed him. So, <laughs> I, I really just want you, brother. Um, but yeah. I know that bard comes off as kind of modest. But everyone in this wagon right now is very important. Um, that bard, very well known in every other kingdom. Especially the Fungum. Um, the guy to your left in blue, that guy... He's one of the free princes of the Lunar Empire. The two people in front of him are his guards. Y'all are not with normal company right now. And these are the kind of people wow. you'd be with me. You'd be escorting with me every day. And they don't pay normal people fares. If you get what I mean. Well, I'm so this wagon is... This wagon is much fancier than I had envisioned in my head. No, it's, it looks bad because he like tries to blend in a lot. It's, it's Go incognito. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's pretty basic wagon. Well, blue, that's up to you, man. Um, I can try to find some other work. This guy seems to be offering up a lot of money, so well, you do what you. Said, we are a package deal. You saved my life, pal, and I cannot do this without you. Well, right, well 
Uh, he looks to both of you, and the wagon owner says, Well, I understand, I guess. Um, if you ever need work, though, come find me. I am sure I have something for you. Um, how? Don't ever talk to me. Unless I give him just, like, the fuck you sign. Like, I, right. like, I bite my thumb at him, because I feel like that'd be the right. way to... He bites both his thumbs at you. He does it back. He's like, yeah. Chop one off. You're not important enough to talk to me, so don't. And he kind of turns back and grabs his reins. And uh, by the time this conversation kind of ends, you are now at the uh, the city of Lunua. Um, it's huge to say the least. Um, the walls kind of go all the way around. They're marbleish. They're white. They seem to sparkle in the sun. Um, in the distance, you see like the huge ta huge castle is also white. It has towers kind of around it as well. Um, that's what I'm really able to identify right now. You see the the huge wooden door in the front. It's a double door. It's um, it arches at the top to a point. Um, the, it's like a redwood type door. That's how you're able to really identify from the city at the moment. But as the cabin, as the uh, the wagon rolls into the city, you you see like a whole new room basically from anything you've ever seen before. There's people everywhere. There's uh, wagons lining the street. Um, there's like banners hanging across the road as well, of, like assortment of colors, all saying like "Come here, come here, come here, bye, bye, bye." It's advertising everything. Um, you see shops and stands down every uh, alleyway. You see uh, in the distance a um, huge marketplace full of shops. I mean, uh, full of stands. Every building across this main road is a shop. Um, and on the inside, though, the uh, the buildings are more of like a faded yellow now, like they've been there for a while. And the roofs are like uh, red tile-ish. But that doesn't, that doesn't really hide the fact from all... That doesn't like hide uh, all the other colors around it as they were just so bright. The road is painted. The banners are bright. Um, all these stores have really bright signs in front of it. And there's just so many people here all wearing this assortment of colors. It's just a really bright image. There's a lot of people. The city is very much alive. Um, what do you do? I guess we start walking down the... All right, you start walking. Um, yeah, I wave to the cab driver. I say, uh, "Go fuck yourself, cocksucker." And uh, he doesn't regard. He doesn't. He doesn't pay attention to you. Yeah. Are there any Wait, tomatoes what? nearby? Um, no, there's no uh, farms right where you are, and there's no Damn. one really like selling right out. Everyone here has. This is like the prime real estate for uh, uh, the kingdom. This is like where all like the armor, weapons, and like just like high tier like uh, goods people are perfect what was the bard's name the bard's name was jave oh yeah jave how did i forget that oh, um he's so nice i i shake jave's hand you know i'll see you later I brother I do that voice i say thank you for the song jave i hope you do well i'll see you later brother i, I point at jave go ahead i hand him like one more peanut butter jelly sandwich all right, well, I point at Jave, and I say, "You were cool, Jave. You were cool, but that cab, that cab driver, not cool." I just think you're uh, kind of misunderstanding where he's coming across, but it's whatever. Maybe you'll meet again, and you'll uh, come come to an understanding. I'll see Maybe. you two dudes later. Um, I'm kind of big. You'll probably know where I'm at. I'll see you later, and uh, the wagon kind of rolls off. And Blue, you do an agility check. That is a big fat one. Okay, this is gonna be a little worse than it's supposed to be. 
um, an oncoming wagon you didn't notice. Um, the horse is going a little too fast, and uh, the, the driver is a bit not, not really paying too much attention. He's just kind of taking away at all the colors and how lively the city is. And uh, this wagon just slams into you. Um, you don't really take a lot of damage. The horses kind of stop as soon as they knock you down. But uh, everyone kind of notices like you're sprawled out. All eyes are on you right now. So you have to do a little charisma check to convince these people you're not a robot. Because they kind of like can see your fingers and stuff a little bit. But the, the Lunar Empire, they don't like robots. And you start hearing them like accuse him of like maybe being a robo-man. And uh, you, you hear like some like growing resentment towards him a little bit. And uh, you kind of pick up on that and you have to react. How do you uh, how do you save yourself after you do this charisma check? Um, well, yeah, let me do that charisma check first. Okay, that is a 13. All right, wait, wait me. What is my charisma? Oh. That is a 12. Ah, you still beat me. Okay. So how do you get yourself out of the situation? Um, how can you can I... intervene if you'd like as well. But uh, how do you do it, Blue? Can, how, how would be the best method of quickly getting into a disguise? Um, I don't think you're going to be able to do it right now since everybody's kind of looking at you. They're like, wow, that guy just got hit by a wagon. Oh, wait, that guy is kind of shiny. So... You can say a lie. You can maybe cause a distraction. Okay. What's our best I, for you? I, I guess I stand up and I say, I'm glad I'm wearing this suit of armor. That wagon would have killed me. <laughs> so uh, you pass the check. So all these people just like kind of like give a sigh of relief and be like, oh, no. I was so worried there for a second that they'd come back to kill us. Oh, man. And like you see some grandma and she had like her cane up. She's like, I'm ready to beat you again. And like all this stuff, um, yeah. You pass. I run over. Oh, go ahead. You pass a check. These people no longer are uh, very interested in you. You do notice there's one man who kind of keeps his eye on you, but uh, he kind of disappears in the crowd. And the grandma that was like wanting to beat you, I will bait you down, Robo Man. She's still not convinced, but no one pays attention to her. So uh, she's you, old. Uh, you're free to go. What do you do? I run um, over and I grab him and pull him over to the side so he doesn't get hit by another dang wagon. Alright, you do that. No more wagon will be hitting you again. You're now safe. <laughs> You've solved the wagon puzzle. Yay. Oh, good job. Side question real quick right. before we, we move away from this. The the guy that, you know, is kind of looking at us still. Still not quite believing it. Can you get a description of him in case I see him later? Um, he was kind of in the or distance, did I not and he was kind of hard to notice. Your I want to make a perception check and see if I was able to catch details of him. All right, go for it. That's not eleven. All right, eleven. Yeah, you noticed he uh, is kind of wearing leather armor. He had a hood on. Um, he seemed. Um, Kind of like elvish, but also not. Um, he had like white hair, white mustache, but he wasn't old. And he was a bit on the shorter end, but not halfling size. And that's really all you can tell. So you're in the city now, right? Yeah. And you, uh, you've seen all these banners, all these uh, shops, all these um, stands and whatnot. You see kids running around chasing this ball. You see people talking. You see... Uh, 
these like shady people in the alleyways that are otherwise vacant. Um, you see goods displayed in every window and every stall. And uh, you notice to your right, on the other side of the street, there is a post that says um, Bounty. And there's a few uh, posters stuck to it. You can look at that now, look at it later, pay no attention to it, but it is there. It is, uh, it is a thing. Well, I don't have a weapon right now. I have a whip, but I don't have any other weapon. Yeah, it would be hard. So, yeah, trying to catch someone with just a whip uh, might be a little difficult. You go perceive maybe, like. maybe we could look at it just to know kind of what difficult. Yeah, I'm down. We'll go check it out. So how um, y'all talk about go that on, though, uh, Well, before we even go over there, I, I probably think it would be important to, to get in disguise mode so I don't run into any more uh, robot haters. You're in the city of them. They don't like you. Yeah. So uh, oh, do you want to go to like an alley? You want to do it right there? Just, what do you want to do? You do yeah. That? Let's just pop off. To, All right. To so you go back to the alley out. and do your disguise thing, and Al kind of stands in front of you with his arms spread out, trying his best to cover like what he can. <laughs> and you get in the disguise, and you, uh, you're now both on the street now, and uh, you see that uh, bounty sign. Have y'all discuss about going over there? Well, hey, Blue. Uh, you know, we we don't have very much money right now, so. I'm pretty good at fighting, relatively. You're pretty good at fighting, relatively. That guy that kicked our ass, that was uh, kind of a, a supernatural thing, I think. So, let's go check it out. Maybe there's some easy-peasy stuff that we can just go and make a quick buck. I agree. Let us go. And you take a few steps, and you're on the other side of the street now. And you're looking over this uh, bounty poster see one, two, three, you see three now. One's just this older guy with a scarred up face, brown, you can't really tell like what color his hair is, there's no color. Uh, they're kind of cheaped out on these apparently. Um, you see another guy who uh, has like a hat on, um, real bushy beard and long hair, real nice shirt, what well, you can tell from the image. They really like this guy maybe, or maybe that's what he's last seen wearing, can't tell. And then on the third poster, you see a dark elf and they have the scar across the nose, patches in their eyebrows, uh, long black hair, um, and under you see the name Ochner. And you see just a varying list of crimes of murder, stealing, um, blackmail, and it just it goes on. So let's not go after this one. So is that in character? Well, yeah. I agree, but now we know that dude's name, so what's the bounty on him? It stands at 25,000 gold right now. 25,000 gold. That's a lot of gold there, Blue. It is quite a lot of gold. Last time y'all tried to fight him, he took him like two minutes. Perhaps leave that one up to someone else, you know what I mean? Feel free to go Oh, for, for sure. Him. Feel free to go for him again, though. But oh no! Bounties on the other two. Uh, there, one of them was like 500. The other one was like 800. They're they're pretty low life criminals, mostly just stealing. Um, one has like an like a like an assault charge, but they're not like super dangerous yet. Let's go after those guys. We'll yeah. save old old. All right. 
what was that dude's name? Ochner. Ochner. Yeah. Cockner. Really got him there. Um, yeah. Soon Blue kind of like chuckles at that. But, um, yeah, so Chicken. You, you both pull these <laughs> off. What do y'all do now? You don't really have any weapons. You have no bearings on the town. You don't want to go around and talk to people. You want you 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 see the big castle in the background. You might want to try that or what? Uh, I did we take the the flyers? So we, I guess yeah, you can take the flyers. Yeah, um, the eight hundred one, the guy that looks nice. His name's like uh, Hazel, and the other guy that's like five hundred. He just has like scar and kind of grizzled and old. His name's a Brome. And uh, you put them in your pockets. Alright. Yep. Brove and Hazel. And uh, you're going to continue down the road, I suppose. Just, uh, I look for any help-wanted signs. You see a thousand of them. But they're all either like trade-related or food-related. Huh. I need to make some money, because I want to buy some stuff. Like a weapon. Because I don't have any gold. I could make sandwiches, so... um. The food-related one. Right? The food-related one. So as you're walking down the street, you see a see a classier woman in a dress with um, what looks to be a male. You know, you can't really tell what, what the relations are. And then some kid runs by, and uh, not kid, some like little young adult comes by, that uh, halfling actually, and grabs her purse and starts running in your direction. She kind of screams, hey, stop, but there's too many people to really acknowledge her, so no one does anything, but you notice that y'all see it. So what do y'all do? I grab my whip. You're just going to murder this man. Okay. So he's running right at you. Um, Who goes first? Who attacks first? Can I what? aim for, like, eggs or legs or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Just, um... Instead of just straight up killing her? Yeah, you can do that. Just do, like, a, uh... Hmm. What check would that be? Do a uh, dexterity, I guess. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's using his whip, and yes. I'm aiming for the purse he took. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm aiming for his legs to try and trip him up. Alright. Like ATAT -AT style. Alright, we don't even roll for damage. We'll just see if you can do it. So that would be. <laughs> Alright, yeah, just do a strength roll. Okay. We're not really gonna deal damage here. Okay. More oh, that's so perfect. You know what I got? Is a 2 plus 6. Or 2 plus 4. So. 2 plus 4. That's a 6. Yeah, yeah. Um, it goes right by him. Right between his legs, actually. And he kind of he kind of notices the, that you're after him now. And he averts his direction. He's trying to go across the street Wait. now. But you have one more chance Before to knock him. He... Before he had a chance to run, though, because I did throw the boomerang at the same time. Okay, what was your Can we goal? see if I hit that bag? Yeah, what would you roll? Alright, let's see. That is a 15. Oh, yeah, you knocked the bag Would that be plus anything? anything? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's gone. It's out of his hands. Um, it would have been plus two. But, um, yeah, he uh, he notices you the bag leave his hands. He feels the weight leave. And instead of trying to pick it back up, he kind of sees y'all like walking towards it now. And he feels a little too stressed, he doesn't have enough time, and he just sprints away. And now the bag is here, you have the chance to keep it, return it, leave it, I don't know. Whatever y'all weirdos oh, do. I mean, I, I'm I gonna say return it, right, Hal? Well, well I'm, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna pick it up. And you there's a lot it. of people 
right? This bag is real heavy. Okay. So I look inside the bag as I pick it up. It is full of gold. You can do a perception check to maybe figure out about how much. But... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Alright. That is a eight. Eight. Alright, yeah, you can tell there's at least more than like three hundred in here. But you can't you can't really tell like uh, more than that. And it's a lot of gold, it really is. This person was just carrying around what may be pocket change to her. So you wanna keep or return? Um I would say return. Yeah, we're gonna return. We're gonna return the uh, the purse. We're we're desperate for gold, but you know, we're right, we're not well, thieves. I gave the opportunity to get some gold there. And you didn't take it. Look at these people. I'm gonna I wanna slide a hand a couple pieces of gold out. Before I hand it, I just a. Understand, this rich lady might be very grateful. Is all I'm saying. She might be. It depends, though. Some rich people are not grateful. So, let's let, we'll take the we'll take the risk. We'll give it back to her. Okay. Um, her name is. Okay, y'all. Y'all walk up to her. She's in this dress. It's like silky white dress, and she has the crest of a moon, kind of like on her shoulder. And you go, what do you say to her? Um, she actually turns her eyes to blue first because she she kind of notices maybe like some slight robotic elements coming from him. Well, so also he's there. like six foot something, and I'm two foot two foot. I'm, just, I'm disguised. <laughs> you are disguised, and, so she um, can't tell. But like, she kinda, I like she kind of doesn't trust you too much, so you you're not gonna roll for it. But like, convince me. You know what I mean? Well, she doesn't that, say that's one first. thing I was gonna say. Like each time I disguise myself, do I not need to roll and like also explain how I'm disguised this particular time? No, if you want to explain, you can. I mean, that'd be really good for like viewers. But, yeah, because uh... I mean, this time I kind of pictured that I put some glasses on and like uh, a goatee, like not just a mustache, but I had a full goatee. Yeah, you got real hairy this time. So the mustache and a yeah. goatee with glasses. And you're still like in your robe, so they can't see a lot of your body parts. Right? Yeah, and of course I have my little bowler hat. The little bowler hat, yep. So yeah, she looks to you. She doesn't like want to accuse you or anything, but she kind of suspects it. But she doesn't say anything immediately, but you notice it. So um, how do you handle I, that? I tuck on her dress to get her attention down to look at me to avert her gaze. She puts her very her thin finger up. And like right in your face and she keeps looking at blue then she's like scanning him but taz not said a word yet i i reach down to grab the bag from hal because she's obviously not worried about Hal, and and then i pull it up and says, i believe this belongs to you ma'am oh my you found my bag i thought i lost that wow it's such a relief i uh I had some pocket change in there I was really afraid to lose. Thank you so much. And she feels a bit more relieved and doesn't suspect you as much now. So, um, yeah, you've returned the bag. You've averted uh, her attention. She still doesn't look to Hal, but um, she is grateful. Oh, man. Did that? Uh, did y'all risk your lives or something to get this bag? I feel so bad. I feel so terrible if that was the case. Well, we saw, uh, saw that 
that other halfling gives gives halflings a bad name. But uh, we saw him run off with with said purse, and we're new in town, so we didn't want to cause any ruckus. So we just we grabbed it and and uh, tried to return it to you, good Samaritans. She kind of looks at you and goes, "Thanks," and looks back to Blue. <laughs> um, who? Who, uh, who who was the one that got the bag out of his hands? My, my boy Hal here. Or is no. that you asking as her? As her. Sorry. As her. <laughs> you say it's Hal, uh, you'll have to bluff. Because it was, uh, it was your boomerang. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, who actually walked up. No, no, no. It. He knocked it out. Well, I, I guess I'll be truthful then. Um, I threw my boomerang and... I was able to knock it out of his hand. That's that's really neat. These boomerangs, no one, no one does that. And uh, she's really interested in blue now. Um, she doesn't really care for how probably because of the recent robbery of uh, that was caused by a halfling. But um, she reaches into her pockets and pulls out these two tickets. And on the top of the ticket, it says Lunar Trading Company Co. Voucher. And she hands it to Blue. Let's here, please uh, get yourself something nice with this. I, uh, I'm really grateful, and you should come see me. Um, I live just over there, and she points to the castle at the top of the hill. Oh, wow. And she kind of extends her hand out, and um, the palm down, and she has it tilted. She does it to Blue and you, Hal. Um, how do you take that? Uh, I say thank you. And your name was? My name was Helena. I'm a, I'm a lunar princess, actually. Um, I shouldn't be out right now, but I kind of wanted to see the city. So I, I broke out, and uh, here I am. Although, it seems that that was a very bad idea that I was robbed pretty immediately. But uh, very grateful for you guys for getting that back. I finished what I was saying. Well, thank you, Helena. Uh, princess Helena. Do you need help back to the castle? No, I, I don't think so. She kind of motions uh, towards this big dude, and he uh, he's an orc, but he's in a he's in a full suit, and he just kind of grunts, Ugh. and that's it. But her hand's still extended out towards Hal. You have a, you want to do something with that, or I like curtsy. <laughs> curtsy. Yeah. I don't know the proper. I, I don't face a lot of uh, royals much, so I don't know if I should bow or curtsy. So I just curtsy. I like pull my my little coat to the side and say "my lady" like that. And okay, she she <laughs>, laughs at that. <coughs> you are very interesting. Wow. Uh, yeah, please come see me. I would I would love to talk to y'all some more. This is this is interesting. And uh, she does the proper curtsy in a very like super feminine and like very like uh, princess esque like <laughs> way, and it kind of puts yours to shape. And then I try to co I want to try and copy her to to do the curtsy right. So can I try like a performance check to see yeah, if yeah, I yeah, yeah, do it. if I like make a, a wicked sweet curtsy? Do it. Okay, here we go. You have to be royal, so be kind of high. Oh, I got a natural one, so. Yeah, you put your foot out. And you fall and knock the breath out of you, and your head like hits a light post you're nearby. And 
Jeez. Oh dear, please. Please don't do that again. You, you really... <laughs> stop walking, actually. Maybe maybe stop walking. Maybe right on that guy right there. He looks pretty stout. Okay. <laughs> I, I bend over to pick him up, and I'm like, he he's not used to being around royalty. <laughs> well, if that wasn't the most evident thing... Regardless, I would love for y'all to come by later, so maybe maybe make the uh, effort to walk up those a few steps to my room. I'll, I'll let the guards I... know to look out for uh, Bowler Hat Man and the halfling. I was about to ask, like, how do we how do we get to see this princess? But you covered it. You got it. There you are. I know you're not wearing a bowler hat, but she doesn't want to like, acknowledge it because she doesn't like top hats. Fun fact about her character, she doesn't like top hats, so she calls it a bowler hat. Is like a disrespectful thing. I am and, wearing a bowler hat. I thought you said top hat. Nah, nah, I wear oh, a bowler hat. Nah, wow, bad DM. Really bad DM. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she just says bowler hat because you're wearing a bowler hat. And um, she turns away and proceeds to go back to the castle after having just been robbed. And you now have two vouchers to the Lunar trading company so that's neat yeah let's go trade those vouchers in yeah how nice all right where do we go <laughs> you kind of just walk around to find like this this like huge map of like everything in the city kind of like you would at, like a state fair i guess or like a amusement park they have those like maps they have that here and you know you see the lunar trading company is up the end of the road by like this bakery and this tavern and you go there and you walk in and it's just this like uh, it smells like metal it smells a bit like fire um it just of all sorts of smells as they carry just a lot of things you you see tomes you see uh dusty books you see dented metal scratched metal um you see good armor small armor big armor bad armor you see you see everything that you think you could imagine for uh, an adventurer and you walk up to the uh the current shop owner. Well, how you guys doing? Y'all come well, to trade? Um, yes. Y'all want some uh, goodies? I'll give you some. I like goodies. Y'all got gold or what? I got I got stuff, but you gotta have gold to get my stuff. I say, I hold up the two vouchers and say, what can we get with this? Well, my golly, how'd you get these? Only royalty really gets these. Wow. Something special for oh. you boys to be having this. Can can I do what would that be? Deception to try to make him think we are royalty? Yeah, do it. Cool. You have to give me a lie as soon as you do it though if you pass. Um oh oh dang. Well, does a fourteen pass? I'll let this pass for this man. He's not bright, he just likes to sell. <laughs> He's only really good at trading. Well, oh, okay. Well, I tell him, yes, we are the peanut butter and jelly brothers, and um, we are the kings of making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I, I hand him one. His mouth kind of like opens up, and he takes it. Isn't that the best dang peanut butter and jelly sandwich you've done ever had? This is the best thing yeah. I've ever put in my mouth. Holy crazzle! Holy crazzle! And he kind of like shakes his head like mildly as he's eating, kind of like Hulk Hogan. I've heard of you two, actually. I know you. I've seen you somewhere, I swear. 
I, that is us. I gotta go home and tell Ma about this royalty in my shop. Who, who would have thought it? And he just devours that sandwich. He goes, so uh, what can we get you, please? What can well, we get a couple you? things. A couple things. Uh, we're looking to set up a shop for our peanut butter and jelly. Uh, we're, we, we want to set up a franchise here. Um, how would you feel about us setting up one in front of your shop here? Well, people come in. They can eat some peanut butter and jellies. I'd love and, it. Uh, but this town, this town's so full of traders now. You can't just do that. You have to go to. Uh, you got to go to the castle, talk to some boring guy in a suit, and earn your like permit. Perfect. We we got to go to the castle later, so we'll put that on our list. All if we right. can get the permit, can we set up here? You can do whatever you want, brother. But about those vouchers, what can, what can't we get you? Yes. Mm. All right. Well, what can we get with these vouchers? Well, let me tell you. And uh, he hands you just kind of like this list of items they have in stock right now. And that'd be the list I gave you a little bit earlier. Uh, I'll oh, pull, sweet. I'll pull that up real quick. Okay. And um, he says, well, anything. The voucher can't get you anything. It is limited, even even for royalty. But... If uh, if you wanted like a bow or a sword, maybe a staff, possibly crossbows, like we can do, we can do that stuff, like pretty basic stuff, just completely free. And it wouldn't be used; it'd be new. It'd be like one hundred percent new, um, taken care of, oiled, uh, strings properly maintained, all that, and you get that one hundred percent off. Sweet. So as I look down the list, I see longsword, and um, all I see is longsword. I don't continue to read the rest of it, and so I'm like, I want that. You want the longsword of normalcy? Oh, longsword of normalcy? Well, is this the only longsword you really have? At the moment, yeah. Uh, we've been... The Lunar Empire Trading Company is like the main supplier of equipment to the military here so and they, they just had like a recent like uh order so we're kind of out for the most part besides from what i have listed here for you brother so I all right know, long sword normalcy if that's what you want we have another sword it's a bit shorter but a sword's a sword you know i'll take i think i'll take the long sword of normalcy i like that all right well it's it's just a bit better than a normal long sword um, it's a bit sharper. It's a Lunar Empire Trading Company brand, so it's uh, it's better in that regard. Um, along the edge of the blade, you we actually have engraved and we actually have our, our logo engraved on it, and in the hilt and uh, also on the pommel we have our logo, which is like a full moon. So you're gonna buy that? With the yeah. Dollar? All right, throw that in your character sheet. It is now off the market. And he looks to blue and what do you want, brother? So I'm I'm looking at a shelf, right? Um, this is out of character, and there's like a just to see if I can get this right. Um, like it's a belt with a little bitty um, pouch on the back. Pouch is you know cylindrical about about a foot long and i'm like what what is this and of course it's the classic quarterstaff in there so as blue i say what is what is in this pouch well 
pick it up real quick and take the top off and then squeeze the middle. All right. And I do it, but like, no, wait, I don't want to destroy your shop. Um, I It's aimed like at the peanut butter and jelly sandwich as I hit, hit the button. All right. And well, then I squeeze it. The blade, uh, not the blade, the staff just extends out and pierces this uh, sandwich and he kind of cries. No, not my sandwich. Oh, I just want to play a joke on you. I just wanted you to hit yourself. You wouldn't have took out my sandwich, though. Give me a new one. Right now. I give him, like, five sandwiches. And he's eternally Ding, grateful. ding, 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 ding. And, um... Yeah, he goes, that's a collapsible quarterstaff, yeah. Um, it's a very unique I... weapon here. Um, it's dwarven. You might be able to tell from the metalwork. It's a, they, uh, they do some specific engravings on it. But, um... Yeah, uh, very unique weapon. Not very unique in terms of, uh, I guess, like, uh, like uh, it's uh, enchantments or anything. But it is a very unique weapon, and you can have it. Kind of gave me all these sandwiches, so it'd be kind of bad not to give it to you, if that's what you want. Uh, I would like this. Okay. Well, give me your vouchers, please. I hand over my voucher. Yeah, we hand him the voucher. I gotta eat them. I can't let them get out. I can't let them circulate. Gotta make sure they're destroyed 100% with my belly acids. Anyways, uh, you have your weapons. Let me take off those tags and uh, y'all can do whatever you do with those. Kill or whatever. Cut bread maybe. And, uh, Heck yeah. He takes the long sort of normalcy, which looks... my staff cut bread? It could if you, I guess, make it sharp. It's mostly the long sword that's for the bread cutting. And then long sword normalcy looks like your very basic long sword, by the way. It is nothing unique besides the the logo. It's all over it. Perfect. But it is a Lunar Empire Trading Company brand, so it is... Just a bit better than your competitions. So it's a stronger long story than the one you had. Uh, yeah. So y'all bought the weapons. You have seven yes. weapons now. You're you're packing it again, as they say. Now and we can do some of them bounties. We do some of them bounties, but as you leave the as you leave the lunar trading company building, you notice the sun's a little a little setting. That was, how many times are you gonna stretch, brother? <laughs> you, you just keep stretching and making noises. Um, yeah, you leave the building. The sun's setting. It's getting a little dark. The castle lights are kind of going out one by one as time goes on. So, you might think to look to a tavern. Yeah, let's uh, let's go check out a tavern and uh, see if we can beg for a room for the night. Now. Our, our buddy, um, oh man, I know this. The Bard. Jave? Jave, yeah. Jave-o. Um, Jave said he'd, he'd be playing it at some taverns, right? Mm-hmm. Can we, yeah. um, so let's like go search check, for Jave. Maybe a check I could do to see if I hear his music as we're walking around. That'd be a real extreme check, but go for it. <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's see. What am I rolling for? Probably perception, but like perception. your perception. Oh, 
Dang, I was trying to edit something, and now I gotta find out what my perception is. I'll roll a perception too, just to see if I can hear anything. Alright. I got 12. No. You don't hear us. Okay. You don't hear the bard. Right. Let, let me roll mine real quick. Alright. You hear everything else, though. Plus one. So 17 on mine. Oh, you did. You, you, uh. You hear, like, some loot playing in the distance, but you can't identify, like, where, but you know that it is probably down the road from you. And, uh, you just go that way, and you come across this big wooden building. Um, you see lights coming out of, like, every crack. You hear music roaring. You hear people laughing. You hear drinks. You hear glass smashing against the bars. They put their cup down, and, uh, you go in. And as you go into this tavern, you see people arm wrestling. You see women in the chat in the back chatting with each other, maybe uh, like on a woman's night out. And you see dudes kind of in a circle looking at the women, thinking, "Hey, I'll go talk to one." Um, you see these, uh, four or five dudes at the bar. One of them looks particularly lonely. You see maids walking back and forth, and at the back of the tavern, you see Jade, who is on a stool with his loot, playing fantasy thunder wolf. So, uh, what do you do? Did you say Fantasy Wonderwall? Fantasy Wonderwall. Yeah, not exactly Wonderwall. It is uh, its own thing now. It is no longer associated with Wonderwall. It's Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Wonderful, whatever it is. It's yeah. I go and, like, run up in front of him while he's playing it and, like, put up the devil horns on both hands and, like, and headbang. Right in he front of him. Real disturbed, and he's trying to tell you to go away. And he kind of like whispers, "Hey, that's that's not the music I play." Well, I can rock out to anything, man. Well, you can't do much about it, so you're able to rock out. Yeah. What do you do, Blue? Um, I do that foot tapping thing that I learned from that that jerk that took all our stuff. So you know, I'm just standing there, kind of tapping my foot with the music. Tapping the foot with the music. You're the only two people that seem to be paying attention to him. It seems this is just not his night. So he, he stops playing. And he goes, What are you boys doing? Uh, glad you found me, though. Dude. I enjoyed talking to you. Y'all need something? I told him uh, we were looking uh, for a tavern and, and heard music down the way. Well, sure. I'll, I'll put... I'll, uh... I'll talk to the uh, tavern owner. I kind of know the guy. So, uh, you want a room with me, maybe? I can make work that out. We can share a room together. I'm good with that. I'm a halfling, so I don't take up very much space, you know? So, uh, all right. Just like a little cushion. I'm fine. Let me, let me go talk to him. And he kind of walks away. And it's just you two now in the bar. Y'all can scan it. What do y'all do? You have like maybe two minutes. I want to go up to the people that were arm wrestling, and uh, what are you doing? I want to go and like pat my pat my bicep and be like, Who, "Who's up for Who's <laughs> up for the howl?" Ha! <laughs> you want to wrestle? You want to arm wrestle with me? Yeah. Do you even know my name? I'm Hal. My name's Arm Wrestler. Arm Wrestler. I wrestle arms. You want to go? That, you really want to go? Yeah. 
Let's try. I want to try. Alright, you can get up on that it stool. It looks fun. He looks around at all his buddies. He's smiling. This got to be like one hell of like a strength roll, by the way. Perfect. So, uh, what do you do? Um, I want to say, I've never uh, arm wrestled before, and this looks interesting. He I'd like laughs. to try my try my hand. <laughs> alright, alright, well. I say, maybe you should try your arm, too. Yes, yes. I'll try the arm, smart too. Friend. You got a real smart friend there. <laughs> you know, he... I'm like the jelly, and he's like the peanut butter. You know, we we stick together. Hey, Mr. Peanut Butter, I'm about to kill your jelly. And he grabs your hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, do a strength roll. All right, here we go. All right, D20, don't fail me now. That is a two. That is a gentleman's two. <laughs> you're slammed to the table. But you're slammed so hard that you bounce off the floor and to the other side of the tavern. And you just hear a bunch of laughing... And a lot of people just kind of uh, gawking and mocking you. That's how you win, right? That's I'm the winner. You want to come back up here, boy? I don't. I don't think I quite killed you yet. You want to go, Mr. Peanut Butter? You want to? Can I try? I say yes. I would like to try this as well. All right. And uh, he calls for the bartender. Hey, bartender! I need a new table. He broke it. And uh, the bartender fetches another table. This one looks a little more reinforced. Maybe they like a custom table they have specifically built for this guy. And uh, he looks to you, peanut butter, and waits. And I'm rolling for what? Strength. Strength. I want to go up behind him and tickle him as Blue is arm wrestling him. One of his boys noticed him doing it. They they throw you back across the room. Can I try to do a stealth check to see if... uh... Yeah, do a stealth check. Yeah. Oh, why am I rolling so terribly? Gotta get new dice, better burn them. What do you get? I know. I got a nine. nine. That's a four. A four. We're gonna get rid of that dice for now. You're actually real My roll is a... by one point. Nice. Does it give him disadvantage? It gives um, Mr. Blue an advantage on this roll. Perfect. So, so you roll twice and then take the highest, right? Yeah. What's your strength? All right, well, uh, good thing. Um, I mean, I guess not good thing, because my first roll was a 15 plus 7. That's a 22. My second roll was a 1. Ooh, yeah. Take take the 15. <laughs> <laughs> take the, the 22, that, that is, with my strength. So you got 22. You beat it by one point. But since you're robotic, as he's trying to fight you with his arms, you're not struggling with it, and you're making eye contact with him the whole time. But you're not saying or like making any word or noise or anything, and he's just no, like I he's sweating, you. struggling. Oh, what are you? And you just slowly start making his hand go down the other way. He's like, oh, do you know who I am? And he's just struggling. I'm arm wrestler. I know who he is. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. And he just slams the hand down, and arm wrestler kind of like starts crying. And I just like start dancing around, like, shit's weak, shit's weak. He kicks you across the tavern. You're like, who are you? Who are you? What's your workout? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You want to mock me now? (laughs) Seriously? And then I hand him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 
he takes it, but he doesn't take it very happily because he feels like you're just making fun of him. And you're and he's like, you're a sore winner. Whatever, dude. I, I urge him to try it with like both of my hands up, both of my palms up. And I'm like, try it. He takes try a bite. the peanut butter sandwich. He takes a bite and you see a tear fall out of his eye. He goes, whatever, it's not even that good. But he keeps it. <laughs> he just leaves. That was, he thought it was good, Blue. Don't let it get to you. So you're king of the tavern now, Blue. Um, but yeah, Jabe has returned. He goes, yeah, yeah, y'all can, uh, y'all can room with me, actually. Um, seems like you've already made yourself. Uh, no, no. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, the room's upstairs. Um, I, my show's over, my time's over, and I'm about to go up there. If y'all want to go with me, let's get, get laid down, wake up tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. Jot out some plans for y'all, maybe. Y'all seem like y'all need a lot of help here. And, uh, I'm willing to help. I mean, I like you, so... Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, let's go rest up, and then, uh, we can plan out these bounties. What's uh, that? How, how, how's that sound, Blue? That sounds good, after beating this weak man at arm wrestling. That's right. He pokes his head to the door. What, you... Seriously? <laughs> <sighs> And he's like I, I kind of flexed and just point to my bicep. <laughs> he like sprints, just like screaming at the world right now. I really like that tavern. Whatever. <laughs> he should have bought tickets to the gun show. Yeah, I that wasn't I, funny. I, I, <laughs> do, I do like one of those things where I'm acting like I'm, I'm cocking a gun like on my arm. Okay, guys, let's let's go up to the room before you attract more hostile attention. <laughs> go up the stairs you come into a room you see a bed and you see uh, a few people adding a couple more beds in there for y'all and um get green blankets white sheets pretty basic stuff for a tavern nicer than most though since it is jave and uh he just kind of takes the first bed so y'all take the other two and he goes well guys i'll see y'all tomorrow um let's get this adventure started for y'all and y'all lay down Bonjour, Jave. Y'all dream about anything? Um, so I dream about my mother and my sister and the, uh, whenever I was thrown across the, the tavern, it kind of re reminded me of the, the raid that attacked my, my family. And, uh, I wake up in the middle of the night and I kind of like Do remember like... Check. A perception check? Yep. Okay. Uh, it's a 12. Alright, you don't notice anything. And continue. Okay. Um, and so, I've kind of like woken up and uh, kind of get my head wrapped back around my mission and like why I ventured out in the first place. You know, I'm, I'm searching for my, for my brother and my father. So, I kind of set that in my head like, hey, make that a priority um, and so that kind of puts me at ease and I'm able to fall back asleep and I kind of just have dreamless sleep for the rest of the night alright assuming blue doesn't dream still yeah uh, so I was just sitting there kind of watching him to make sure he's okay because he was super restless you do a perception check blue 18 Plus one, so 19. 19. Alright, so 
this was a hard perception check, admittedly. Um, I just didn't want y'all to get it, personally. But you, you got it close enough that you see last minute that there's a guy on the roof, kind of like Spider-Manning it. But he, he, uh, he has some special gloves on, you see. And he just, he falls on you. It like screeches kind of silently. Yeah. But like, no one else hears it but you. And he puts his hands over your mouth and kind of like uh, puts a bag over you and handcuffs you. And then two other guys also fall from the roof and land very silently. They pick you up and you uh, you're, you feel yourself getting lifted and you take, you're taken outside. And uh, you don't really know where you're going. And that is that. That concludes uh, the tavern sleeping thing. And uh, Hal wakes up. Um, Jave is not really in the room at the moment. And uh, you're alone. And that ends this podcast episode for now. Oh. Am, am, am I okay? No. Oh. Yeah, that was episode one. Really hope you all like that. Um, remember, if you don't like it, don't talk about it. I don't want to hear it. Um, that's a joke. Please tell me everything you hated. Um, if you liked it, don't even bother. Just, uh, I don't know. Keep listening. I really just want to hear the hate. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we should have another episode out. We've been doing it pretty weekly so far, keeping that schedule going. Um, hopefully it won't take me as long to, like, get this out. Because if I have to sitting and brewing for, like, three days now, I need to get a little faster about that. Thanks for listening, brothers and sisters, and uh, whatever else you are.